This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. I'm your host, Charlie McDermott. Welcome to episode number 616 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. And today we have Jeff Peterson. He's the CEO of Griswold Home Care of Southwest Florida. Jeff, how you doing? Not too bad. Yourself? Oh, I'm doing terrific. Hey, it's Friday, right? I mean... Yeah, can't complain. <laughs> so... Griswold Home Care, certainly, you know, we talk all the time about the Good Neighbor podcast and it's all about we're all good neighbors, whether we own a business or we're just involved in the community, but certainly a business like yours, it truly helps those who can really use the help and has helped other people. And now it's their turn to get some help and maintain the quality of life. So love what you're doing. Why don't you share with our audience uh, Griswold Home Care of Southwest Florida and what you're doing here? Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Uh, Griswold Home Care. Um, we are the local office representing Griswold. It's a national company, so there's locations all over the country, but uh, we help place caregivers in the home for the elderly in our community that are looking for a little assistance. And the aging gracefully in home trend is uh, definitely pushing that but instead of people ending up in facilities uh, outside of the home and the, you know, the, uh, the, the challenge that comes with moving yeah. a, a uh, loved one into a home and everything else like that. We uh, facilitate yeah. the ability for people to stay at home and uh, age gracefully in the home. Yeah, I, I love it. And, uh, you know, you, you say it so eloquently, uh, 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 certainly with, hopefully, I was going to say what what's in the past, hopefully soon to be in the past, the whole COVID situation and the, the risk there for the elderly and, and what we heard of, of what went on in various nursing homes and whatnot. And, um, you know, but prior to that, even, you know, just the, I, I, Barbara and I, we, we experienced the, the impact that moving our parents into an assisted living facility, home, whatever you want to call it, it really wasn't a home to them. You know, their memories were in our home. My mother suffered from Alzheimer's and uh, it was just too much for my dad to, to keep up with it. And it was before, uh, you know, companies like yours were able to help. This is up in Pennsylvania. And uh, my goodness, we saw the impact that it made. Uh, and a day that I will never forget is a day that we came to move my my dad. Really, my mother wasn't really sure what was going on, but my dad out of his home and uh, all those memories. And he lasted a day and a half. Uh, and it just was too much. So, um, again, really appreciate what you guys are doing. Um what about your journey, Jeff? Uh, how did you get into this uh, world? So in a typical path, uh, it was a rather circuitous route to get here. So I'm, a, I'm an engineer by degree, but got involved in the business because it's my fiance's family business. So helping out with them uh, during COVID, my previous role, I didn't, wasn't seeing customers or wasn't in a sales job, wasn't uh, busy doing that. Right. So I still asked to help out. And uh, now it's uh, just taking up more time and uh, way more uh way more fulfilling of a role than anything that I ever had done before in sales or anything else. Like this is actually making an impact on people's lives. And uh, I, I was first exposed to the industry when same situation I had to uh, uh, take care of my father as he aged with dementia and Alzheimer's and getting yeah. care for him in the home. And it's a, it's a challenge and it's until you have to use the business, you don't really know that this exists and the service exists out there. So a lot of people don't even know they exist. They only, they assume the only option is to go into a facility. Um, and, yep. uh, services yep. such as ours offer a, a lot of different opportunities. So why don't you share, uh, you, you guys provide a number of different services. You know, what, what would you say are the most frequently used services? 
I would say, uh, you know, the, the most part is companionship. It's yeah. people that are elderly, whether their loved ones have, you know, their partners have passed on, or even if it's just the, the two there is just having some interaction. Uh, we are social creatures. So uh, the companionship uh, it allows people to thrive and have some interaction with other human beings. And then beyond that is it goes from everything from reminding people to take their medications to personal care, to helping them in the shower, to taking taking Nana to go get her hair done, right? Or go grocery yeah. shopping yeah. So and everything in between. So it's a it's a lot of great services that uh, help take care of people and, and it helps the quality of life. They're not just sitting around. So That's it, you know, and, and feeling awkward about asking, you know, I mean, think about, it. you know, when we, when we grow old, do we really want to call our kids and say, Hey, can you take me to go get my hair cut again? You know, or yeah. go buy groceries, you know, it really is a, a nice, uh, a nice service that allows them to yeah enhance the quality of their life and keep life uh, the way it always has been. And, and uh, I think that's really, really important for the mental health of, of everyone. Oh yeah. Because that, yeah, and it's a, it, it helps out with not only the, the people who are providing the care for, but also their children or yeah. the loved ones that are, are tasked with taking care of them because ultimately it's a burden on them as well. So we provide respite care. So say someone is taking care of their husband and, you know, we just give them a day or two a week to go off and go shopping and not be in the house and have somebody else to make sure her husband's okay at home. That's huge. Yeah. What do you hear when it comes to miss misconceptions in your industry that you can speak to? Uh, probably the biggest misconception is the fact, I mean, I would say two things I mentioned earlier is the fact we actually exist. A lot of people don't know that this is an option out there and it's, um, it's a growing um, like crazy. I mean, the trend has definitely been to age at home. Uh, but the, I would say the other misconception is the cost side of it. Like there's, it does cost money, like everything else like that, but there are various uh, charitable organizations and other, um, you know, uh, groups that help fund some of these services as well. And uh, it, it can be cheaper. Um, and just for the level of care you get than providing, uh, putting somebody in a home or just, uh, mm-hmm. you know, putting them in essentially a dorm room with a bunch of other elderly yeah. people. Yeah. 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 So how about outside of the business? What are you doing for fun? Uh, so right now travel a lot. I've been, uh, my fiance, I like to travel a lot. So last weekend we're able to be in Portugal for a, a quick trip to Lisbon. We found really cheap plane wow. tickets and said, wow. we, we just got to go do it and check out another country. So, nice. um, I, I used to ski a lot, but, uh, being from Michigan originally, but I don't really like the cold anymore. So I don't know. I got to find another sport. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't blame you there. Eesh. I love it. So how about when it comes to hardship, life challenge, Jeff, what comes to mind? Maybe a, a rough patch you went through, you got on the other side, and now looking back and say, hey, because of that, I'm better for it. I'm stronger. Yeah, probably the, uh, the biggest thing for me is uh, three years ago, well, four years ago, I had a complete renal failure. Uh, so I ended up on dialysis. And uh, three years ago, three and a half years ago, I got a kidney transplant. So year and a half of dialysis was a miserable, horrible experience. And then a kidney oh. transplant through a very... Uh, altruistic individual. So uh, a guy named Max, 22 year old kid, uh, donated a kidney to me in exchange for my sister donating to his father's best friend. So great, great story. And we both came out oh, and we people got off dialysis. And, uh, you know, my sister was a little grumpy from having to give up a kidney and being a little sore from the surgery, but we all came out ahead and uh, <laughs> just a, a great experience. But it's, uh, it was eye opening to say the least being on dialysis and a lot of our elderly clients have to deal with this as well. But it's a, it's a miserable experience and it's a, it's a challenge that uh, definitely need a lot of support of friends and loved ones to get through it. I'm speechless. Holy cow. Wow. Yep. 
how uh, how did that arrangement come about? Was there like a community uh, that you got involved in? Or no, so it uh, it actually works out. There's a guy who won the Nobel Prize um, a few years back for it, or some award like that, and uh, essentially built the software that matches people up. So you go into it totally blind. Uh, so my sister said, "Hey, I'm not a match for you," and she could raise her hand and say, "Put me in the system," and say, "We'll make a swap." Wow. Um, Max, my donor, same thing. He just graduated from college, uh, 22 years old. So he said, hey, I'll donate uh, now that I'm out of school. And software hooked the two of them up in the at the University of Michigan. And uh, two weeks later, we were in the hospital getting transplant done. So. Wow. I yeah. had no idea something like that even existed. I yeah, just- it's pretty amazing. You can, yeah. you can actually go in altruistically. Uh, and my sister met somebody like this going through the program where she just wanted to donate a kidney uh, uh, because her daughter had gotten a lung transplant at the University of Michigan uh, years ago. So she wanted to give back and your kidney is one of the few things that you can take out of your body and it, uh, minimal detrimental effects to you. So you can, yeah. you can just go blindly and go donate a kidney and put it out and uh, change someone's life. The, uh, the wait list for a deceased donor is, is in any community is about five to seven years of a wait. So it's a, wow. it's a rough road if you have to wait for that long. <clears throat> wow, man. Thank you for sharing that for our listeners who maybe unfortunately are in a situation like that. How would they find that community or can you, can you guide them at all? Uh, yeah, the easiest thing is uh, basically most uh, major metro areas have one or two hospitals that are transplant centers, okay. and you can just call them up and say, "I'd like to speak about donating." And um, the the interesting, most interesting part of the process is the hospital cares more about the donor than they cared about me as a patient because you're taking somebody who's healthy and potentially making them a little bit less healthy. So they all have social workers that come in and do psych evaluations, and you know, make sure you're the right candidate for it, and you know, help the donor through the process and. The big thing is if you ever donate a kidney yourself, um, if you ever have any issues, you automatically go to the front of the line if you need a kidney. So it's a great, great, uh, great benefit and to to minimize the risk for uh, donating a kidney. Well, Jeff, this is, um, I I didn't see this coming. So thank you for sharing all that. (laughs) No problem. We got on a tangent. Well, I mean, it's it's really, I got to believe, you know, the universe works in strange ways and, and uh, sometimes you end up in a place and you talk to someone that you normally wouldn't have met and someone else hears a conversation and, you know, so thank you for sharing it. It's, it's that ripple effect. You never know who might be listening to this and go, Oh my goodness. You know, I, I see a path here. So. Yeah. There was a, there was a case in Michigan, um, a person altruistically donated a kidney and it kicked off seven transplants. So as it basically just carried on down the path and it, took, you know, seven people off the transplant list and off dialysis and uh, changed their lives forever. Jeez. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so a year and a half later, yep. uh, how you feeling? How's life? Feel, feel great. I just have to get some blood work done every couple months. And other than that, everything's great. Uh, the uh, kidney's got a, I even nicknamed him JF Kidney. So, you know, I got a, he's got a name and he hangs out and uh, allows me to do everything I want to do without the restrictions of dialysis and all the other issues. So it's great. Yeah, great to hear. Yeah. How about back to uh, the business Griswold Home Care? One thing you wish our listeners knew, what would that be? Uh, that, that, like I said before, that this, services out there. There's companies like us the, besides us that provide this service. We have amazing caregivers that do uh, the saints work taking care of the elderly. They're amazing people. Um, and uh, 
we're also looking to hire. So we always need caregivers if people just want to come in and be a companion for go hang out with a a charming old World War II veteran who just wants to hang out and tell war stories. We uh, we've got clients like that. They're always looking for help. So uh, you don't need to be don't need to be skilled as, as such to be in the industry to come work if you have some free time. So, um, and you can work all the hours you want or just a couple hours a week. But the yeah. biggest thing is knowing that the service is out there for people. And, you know, we, we take a consultative approach and try to talk people through the options. And if it's not a fit, it's not a fit. If they want to go to a facility, that's great. Uh, we can assist with that as well as provide some, you know, support when moving and everything. But uh, we're here to, here to help people, which is great. Yeah. Well, terrific. Well, I know we have listeners who want to learn more, want to get in touch. What's the best way for them to do so? Easiest way is just call our uh, local office uh, uh, in Bonita Springs. Terrific. All right, Jeff. Well, thanks for being a part of the show. And a big thank you to your sister and, and my goodness, the wonderful gift she's given to others. And uh, awesome. we wish you guys uh, the best going forward there. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast. To nominate your favorite local business to be featured on the show, go to goodneighborpodcast.com. That's goodneighborpodcast.com. Or call us at 239-224-4105.